evening everyone and welcome to the franchise tag podcast with your host freddie hall welcome back sky johnny and adam we have a lot to talk about four games the divisional round over the weekend just gone a lot of exciting football and then we move on to the afc championship and nfc championship coming this weekend very exciting times Lots going on. Me and Sky will actually be out yeah, partaking in a few beverages, maybe a little bit of food, <laughs> some nibbles. We'll be at an unknown location, soon to be known. Uh, and we'll be doing some bits and bobs from there on our Instagram um, uh, on the night. Should be really good fun. But we're going to crack right into it uh, for this evening because we've got a lot to talk about. There's a a lot of games to talk about, a lot of moments to talk about. So we'll crack right into the Houston Texans losing to the Baltimore Ravens 34 to 10. Um, Lamar going on to the AFC Championship. MVP CJ Stroud crashing out of the playoffs. I mean, a rookie going to the playoffs, Sky. It was it was a good go at the Ravens, wasn't it? But the, the, the better team came out on the day. Yeah, the better team came out of it. But I feel like if Fairburn made that kick before half time, I know it's only three points, but. That was a big momentum shift that almost gave the Ravens a sigh of relief. Um, they regrouped in the second half. Pass rush looked good. Defense done what it's done all year. And I mean, Lamar almost looks unstoppable at the moment, right? He's so athletic and the offense is just ticking. So, yeah, I think they'll be happy with the way they dealt with that in the second half. Can take big confidence going into this home game against the Chiefs. They just keep rolling, don't they, Johnny, these Ravens? I mean, I, I think what's really great about them is that. The offense is good, not wow, but this defense just makes it keep. And they, they're just very efficient, aren't they, on the offense as well? I mean, Lamar on the night, um, 16 for 20, 152 yards, two touchdowns, but then it rushed for 100 yards on 11 attempts, two touchdowns and south. Is, is it a little bit of a risk that it feels like that sort of stat line? He's a, it's, you know, it's a one man team on this offense. I mean, not much spread around. Um, well, I think I think the game itself was, was a game of, of two halves where. The Texans defense stepped up in the first half, as it has done, I think, in the, the second half of this year. Um, but were completely nullified both offensively and defensively, which I don't think we'd seen from the Texans uh for that long. And yeah, the Ravens didn't necessarily get out of second, third gear um mm. until, you know, well, I mean the defense was 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 unbelievable in, in the um um in the second half. But yeah, I think I think you've 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 got a point um where you know L Lamar was just able to, to to make a switch and without necessarily having too much help from everyone around him, but I think this team um, is just built up. You know they they are the Super Bowl favourites. They are uh, the the most complete team. I feel um, at this this moment in time, moment in time, and it rests on their supreme and very. You know they were just able to the defense was just able to suffocate the Texans, um, which you know I fear with. The nine is coming up. Um, something similar could. Um, sorry, not the Niners. Um, the um, uh, the Chiefs coming up. Yeah, got a mistake there. Predicting the Super Bowl already. But um, yeah, I just I just feel it's going to be so difficult for any offense um, to to come up against against this. And no matter what or how Lamar is playing, um, I just think the, the the D can just carry the the team when uh, the offense isn't performing as you know um, um, as optimal as as, as it can. I think there's there's the three teams, Adam, in this playoff run that could have gone out at any point and gone home happy in a way. And the Houston Texans is one of them teams. I mean, how positive is it this season been for them? I mean, to to go for really from 
one of the worst teams in the NFL to really just a, a very big, bright spark now. CJ Stroud's looking great. Tank Dell, before he went down injured, was looking phenomenal. The rest of their wide receiving core is looking good. Um, the O-line's not been too bad this year. The defence has got some, some... I know they've drafted Will Anderson, but they already have some some decent pieces on there. Um, that, this must... With D'Amico Ryan's first year as well. I mean, how positive must they be coming out of this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great for them, isn't it? Uh, you've got to feel that they are uh, a team that can now build and get even better. You know, that's something that they can look to do. I believe they've got quite a lot of um, cap space. So that's that's something that they can really go hard in free agency for on some decent players. And um, yeah, they look they look very good. They It turns out that the trade that they made with the, you know, to move up for, to go and get both CJ Stroud and Will Anderson has uh, has worked out exactly how they wanted. And, uh, you know, they're a, a team that, as you said, they they didn't necessarily need to win this year in order to still have a good season. Um, but they're a team that are, are young and you got to think all the time you've got Stroud there, you've got a chance. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's definitely a, a positive outlook for them for the, for the future. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been so impressed with CJ Stroud this year. I mean, I've, I, I know, I mean, Sky joked around about the MVP thing a few <laughs> times. I know, like Adam and Andrew, you two are both like, well, we're not surprised because we knew how good he was in college. Um, but I think a lot, but there's a lot of people who don't watch, watch college, and they're going to be thinking this guy could be one that one of the mainstays at quarterback for for the next ten plus years. I mean, he's he's a really big factor. It would be great if he stays in Houston that whole time. Um, it's really positive. D'Amico Ryan's taking his first head coaching role. Has is is sort of shaping this defense. Um, he could have had the comparison to like Robert Sala over in, in in New York, where they've both sort of gone on that same uh, path, I suppose, and through that same coaching structure. Um, but it feels a little bit different over at Houston. Um, and then with the Ravens as a Steelers fan, I mean, I've seen them a lot this year. And they were woeful against us in one game, but then obviously played the second team against us in the second game and they were still pretty decent even though we got the win um yeah they, they, these this is this is the team to beat it feels like they're not missing a beat at the minute they're so efficient on the offense and this defense is um is full of some really really great players and uh, they seem to not be putting a step wrong either um we'll move on to the the next game i will start with adam on this one because we're looking at the green bay packers loss against the san francisco 49ers 24 to 21 um, I mean, from a Packers fan, what, what, how, how was the feeling of this game? It was a good run. Jordan Love still a, a very good quarterback, uh, played his heart out in this game as well. Um, what, what, what's the what's the review from the Packers' point of view? Uh, we're probably going to get a slightly more balanced one now compared to what you would have got on early hours of Sunday morning over it. Um, yeah, disappointing at the time. But uh, you can't be disappointed with the season as a whole. I think it, it goes to show that he's more than capable. Um, and I think if you look at the game purely as the game, we should have won. We had the opportunities to win. Um, we got down into the red zone, I think, twice or three times in the first half and only came away with six points. Um, a lot of People were complaining about the fourth and one appalling attempt of the Philly move that they do. Um, it might it might have been a bad spot. It might not. It's not really something to worry about too much. I don't think it was just um, 
you know, not not really something that we've ever done before. So a bit of a surprise that they even went for it, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, but I think they played pretty well and the future's very bright with a very young team. We've got absolutely no cap space, so forget about free agents. <laughs> um, but, but come 2025, there's going to be tons of it. So, yeah, I think that's probably the way that you've got to look at it. But, yeah, at the time pretty pretty disappointing given how well they played well i i still think you've got such positive hopes for the future oh yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah definitely gonna, they, be, yeah, yeah they, they look they look very good and the, the offense is kind of sorted to a certain extent i think they probably need to go a bit more into o-line and and i would argue another running back as well to to sort of go with aaron jones um, but yeah, the defense is where the improvement needs to be made. Johnny, not quite the steamroll for the 49ers as as maybe they would want in this playoff uh, run. Um, they certainly were were taken to the edge of the game, but still came out on top. How, how much is that going to do for their confidence going into the NFC Championship? Yeah, I think they were probably quite lucky um, at the end of the day. Um, the Packers controlled this game for you know, three quarters, three and a bit quarters. But, you know, the, the, that's, that's, that's the Niners. They've got so many superstars. Christian McCaffrey once again um, put, put the team on his back um, and, and looked quite unstoppable um, against um, against the Pakistan. But, you know, there were there were points in that game where many were calling for, for Brock Purdy to, to come out. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't, he was missing a lot of throws. Um, wasn't taking, you know, many risks and this whole debate over you know game manager etc but you know he came good in the end and you know ultimately um it's it's, it's about the final score so it was you know a sloppy a sloppy win um i'm concerned a little bit about the um the niners defense uh, both pass rush and, and i'm unsure about how they're going to um you know stop the run against detroit we saw how how good um, Jameer Gibbs and, um, and David Montgomery, you know, they've been brilliant all year, but how much they, um, you know, obliterated the the, the books um, who weren't necessarily that bad um, um, on um, on the weekend. So that's going to be a really, really interesting part of the, the field that we're going to be looking at. But, um, and obviously Debo Samuel, his injury, um, could that play a big part? Obviously they've got a lot of guys um, you know, elsewhere, um, but um, but yeah, that could be a, a, another significant factor. Um, but yeah, the Niners, they they march on. It's going to be a really really good game against the Lions. Um, I think they're uh, obviously a step up from the Packers at the moment. Um, can they match them? It's going to be yeah, one hell of a game. Yeah, like Johnny said there, Sky, they, they they were slow off the mark. I mean, the, the Purdy stat line ends really good, but he came back from, you know, they, they had to win the game. So it was 23-39, uh, 252 yards, sorry, not 352, and uh, one touchdown. Um, how much do you think that he can put this team on his back and, and keep progressing through? Because he, 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 like Joey said, he was sloppy, but ultimately pushed him over the line. Or is that easier said than done because of the superstars that he has on this team? Yeah, I feel like he, he needs to get a go. I'm, I'm going to tie in the, the Packers here because of all these teams we talk about, right? The Everyone talks about Super Bowl windows. I mean, the Niners won as well. I know it's only Purdy's second year as a starter, but there's a lot of aging superstars. Mm -hmm. 
when you talk about your Kittles, your McCaffreys, etc. Um, and a team like, I feel like when we spoke about Houston, me and you feel happy for them because they've dealt with injuries throughout the season. If I was a Packers fan, I'd be annoyed because they were getting healthy at the right time. You know, Aaron Jones was playing phenomenal. He's 29 now. We've seen teams like the Giants win a Super Bowl with nine and seven, ten and six records. I think the Niners were there for the taking um, and the Packers could have beat them. But the 49ers are probably reveling in the fact that I feel like everyone's writing them off now. And, you know, someone like me or for a lot of us, you know, them and the Ravens have been talked about to win the Super Bowl all year. So it maybe is the perfect opportunity for the 49ers now to sort of silence all the critics, go under the radar for the week. Everyone's on sort of the Lions hype train because they've had two good wins. Um, but yeah, Purdy, like you said, the stat line looks good, but he was definitely nervous at the start when he almost threw that pick to Savage early in the game. Um, but I guess Shanahan will be saying, look, you didn't turn the ball over. We still got it done. Keep doing what you've been doing all year and um, they should be in a good place. But I, like Johnny said, I think the main thing is, if, is Debo going to be healthy? Because if not, then you're looking at a Ray Ray McLeod or someone else to sort of step up and do his job. I think they're more than capable of some of these guys do, doing that. I think they've got a few players who are, are pretty good at stepping up and um, filling in for these roles, but losing Debo Samuel if they don't have him for the weekend, which I feel like it was confirmed they won't, but maybe I misread that. Um, it's, a, it's a big loss, but like we've said, they've got a lot of stars on this team. Uh, we'll move on to the Lions game, seems as we were just sort of talking about them. And uh, the Detroit Lions beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23. to 20. Free Sky, I'll stay, stick back with you. Um I am like in full Lions mode here. I love this team, man. I mean, since he's taken, since Dan Campbell's taken over, this team has just got like a ruthlessness to them and a, a never say die attitude, hasn't it? What a pleasure they are to watch. Yeah, I love them too. And I, I know I picked the Bucks earlier in the week, but in the video that I did for us, I said by the time the end of the week rolled round, I would see sense and go with the Lions um, because they are that good, right? They've got the one two punch with Gibbs and Montgomery. Um, Goff is. Yeah, I mean, he's I've looked at his stats, 52 is 70 so far over those two games, 564 yards and three touchdowns with no picks in two playoff games is phenomenal. Um, I just think the only worry for me is their defence seems to be relying on Aiden Hutchinson. And if the Niners can click, you know, it's almost going to have to be a, a one-man wrecking ball. Because I think with the way um, that the Packers were playing, I would say their defence on current form was probably even arguably better as a collective than the Lions. It's just that Lions have got that superstar player. Um, but obviously they can be confident. And I think one thing that enough, uh, not enough people are talking about is we all know Jared Goff was a Ram and he's played on the road against the Niners before. I don't think he's going to be phased compared to if it was the Bucks. I think we'd all be saying Niners blowout, but they could be confident. And like you said, Freddie, it's great to see all these Dan Campbell speeches in the locker room <laughs> because he's really built that winning culture. And you said, Johnny, that they were, you know, great running on the day. I mean, they rushed for 114 yards combined. Tampa Bay did rush for 89 yards, though. Um, do you think that's what's going to be pivotal? Pivotal? What, what this? That? that ugh, excuse me. Sorry, let me start again. Do you think that was pivotal in this game against the Bucks? Because it felt like the Bucks defense didn't turn up in in certain scenarios. I thought. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think not just the. The rush defense. I mean, two superstars have been doing it, you know, throughout the year. It's difficult for any team to to stop them. But you know, there were a few opportunities. Um, recalling the Jamal Dean, obviously, you know, the pass deflection. But if he had intercepted that that um, that ball very early on to stop, I think the Lions scoring the first uh, the first points of the game. I don't know. There were there were just a couple of missed 
um, opportunities or you know a bit, a bit sloppiness from the Bucks D, um, a, a, a couple of PI um, uh, calls, and I went against them. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I feel that it was you know it was, a, it was a slow start to the game, but the Lions were able to just take control. I think um, in the second half, and you know when Baker Mayfield you know, try to make it a shootout inevitably um, went a bit pear-shaped for him. But um, I thought he had a good game um, uh, regardless. Um, I can't remember his, his stat line, but, you know, he threw for well over 300 yards uh, and a couple of touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, that, I, I think the, the books have made a good account for themselves in what was a year lots of people doubted on them. They've still got, you know, some really, really good players. You know, I mentioned Dean um, Winfield as well, if they can keep hold of him, this free agency. Um, you know, even Devin White, who we were talking at the 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 um, um, at the start of the year as a, um, a player who, you know, obviously a lot of attention, big name, but wasn't necessarily um, a, a player that, that many thought was was doing too much and was a, a trade candidate. Um, I thought the last couple of weeks he's he's stepped up a bit. They're going to be losing Levante David. Hopefully he can can fill a bit more of the void. Um, but um, but yeah, I think um, I think the Lions were um, you know you know with the crowd atmosphere, the the storyline, it was almost inevitable. I think um, that victory and it, it just proved too much for Baker. It's very well documented, but I'm not exactly a Baker fan, Adam. But I do have to admit, he did play very well in this game. His stat line was actually 26 for 41, 349 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. But it, it, the last pick was last. The, that, the second pick was like the last play of the game. So and they, they weren't going to, even if they'd gone down the field and win it, I don't think they would have won it. But how much does it help him when you have someone like Mike Evans, eight receptions, 147 yards and a touchdown? We actually messed up. We all texted him, weren't we, during this game? And we were saying, how has Mike Evans just been forgotten about yet again this year? Because it feels like he is a forgotten player on this team constantly. Yeah, I think um, Evans has kind of made Baker look a little bit better than maybe what he is, to be brutally honest. Um, I, I think that Evans is a, you know... He, this guy's <laughs> eye roll is just all-time classic. He's, <laughs> he's, had, he's had over a 1,000 yards now, 10 seasons in a row, is it? I think that's the, the thing with Evans. Um, yeah, he, he's been he's been very good again this season, um, especially after last season where he did struggle a little bit, but he still managed to get over 1,000 yards. Uh, yeah, I think that Evans has probably helped out. I, I think that the Bucks' biggest problem was that that was pretty much all there was. I mean, it was pretty much just Evans and and uh, and Baker doing what he could. And, um, you know, Rashad White came in and, and ran the ball well, but you need more than that. Like, you, you need more than two guys to help you out. So I, I kind of, in a way, I... I feel a little bit sorry for Baker in the fact that I, he just didn't have the weapons, I would argue, um, mm. to really be able to push on and and win games like this. Um, but I think they've, they've done very well and the Bucks would be, you know, it, it would make sense for them to keep him there. It would be a, a strange, strange thing to, to move away from him given that he's got into the playoffs with them. Um, but I, I don't ever see him winning anything with him. But, you know, it's like at least you're a playoff team. So it's better than 18 other teams in the, in the league. Very quickly, I'll let Sky rebuttal on that. Because he's I, bursting with energy I, to defend yeah. his boy, Baker. Well, do you know what, actually? One thing I would say about this Baker Mayfield thing with um, how great I think he's played this season is 
in any sport, you play harder when you're in a contract you and have a point to prove, right? And he's he's done that this year. I only pulled my like the face when Adam said it because against the Eagles, we saw the likes of David Moore and Trey Palmer step up and Godwin had the touchdown. Evans was actually quite quiet in that game. Again, but obviously this week he was phenomenal, and I completely agree that he was. We, we've moved on though from that game. So, <laughs> yeah, you, know. but you made it sound like he only built. I mean, Kate Otten was probably the main guy in both games. I mean, he's he's come out. I I, I was I was pretty shocked when no one's mentioned his name yet. Yeah, like, he, I think Kate Otten was. Yeah. was but you don't remember him, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's he is a promising up and coming tight end. He's very young, and he will be um, if he can keep developing in his game. He's going to be really good, and uh, we'll be interested to see what happens with Mike Evans. Um, we'll go to the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Buffalo Bills twenty seven to twenty four. We will stick with you, Adam. Um, a, a missed field goal. It's hard to swallow, but like I say a lot, you you've got to win games before you get into situations where you're on the cusp of winning games. You need to, you know, really push yourself to the forefront and not rely on these things always. Um, a huge missed opportunity by Buffalo, right? Yeah, I'm surprised, I have to say. I, I think we all kind of felt that this was the year that Buffalo were going to get over the line against the Chiefs. So, a um, bit of a shocker that it didn't, it didn't come off for them. Uh, just... I, it's really difficult. Uh, this new OC they've got in, he, he's clearly prioritising the run and prioritising Cook and Allen as as runners. And in fairness, why wouldn't you? You know, you, that's a, a really good running back and a, and a great rushing quarterback. So it makes sense, but it kind of kills your pass game a little bit. It was almost like it was so much of the run. It went too far the other way. And I thought Allen did okay. I felt like he could have been better. He, he felt like he was trying to run the ball before, you know, it's almost like he didn't give enough time for any of the passes to really, for them to get space. But then when he did throw the ball to them, they also couldn't catch it. So, you know, Diggs had another mare, which he's, he's had for most of the season, to be honest. He's, he's really struggled. Um, and I just don't really see him being that great in this system and the way that they what feels like they are going to want to play next year. It kind of makes sense that they're going to stick with what got them to the playoffs. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the the real difference is probably more on the other side of the ball. And, you know, Mahomes just turned up and, and this is what happens when Mahomes can turn up and Travis Kelsey turned up. And, and that's, you know, that's a huge plus for him. And I think all the time, that you can get Mahomes and Kelsey playing well, the Chiefs are going to be incredibly difficult to beat no matter where they're playing. Johnny, playoff Pat has struck again. Um, is it now? Can we say now it's going to be a dynasty? Can we say it now? Say again. <laughs> say again. What was the can question? we say? Can we say it's going to be a dynasty now? Because they, oh, right. yeah, they, every, of course, every, yeah. the last two years they have not been the top. I don't think they've been at the best as they could be. And yet they just find themselves in AFC Championship after AFC Championship and into Super Bowl and Super Bowl. I mean, it's relentless, isn't it? They are relentless. They've, I mean, they've got the, the best the best quarterback in the league, possibly one of the best ever. You know, the, the Chiefs are in, inevitable. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty gutted actually for the, for the Bills because, you know, obviously they're... 
their window. I don't think we'll we'll ever really be shut when they as, as long as they keep Josh Allen, but they just can't seem to get over the the Chiefs. And I think that was it's probably the last time you know they've they've, they've got to beat the Chiefs. Um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy to think that the Chiefs are now, you know, talking about them as as the team to beat. Um, we've got back on the, uh, I think, the, the Chiefs hype train after, like you say, a, a couple of perhaps, well, especially this year, a couple of down years. But, um, yeah, big players to step up at, um, at big times. Mahomes, Kelsey, um, even MVS, I thought was brilliant on um, on um, on Sunday. Um and yeah, the the D. I, th- I think the D didn't have a, a defense. Didn't have a great game, uh, particularly in the, the the first half. I think you know, in in certain parts of this this season, um, the defense has been the the ones to to carry the the um, the, the Chiefs. So um, yeah, it was good to see Mahomes getting back to it. Um, he's an he's an interesting one because yeah, he's he's just so dominant. I'm, I, is, is he is he likable like Brady? He's not, isn't you know. I think this season's a bit of a Brady was likable, was he? Of course he was. No, no, no. I said like, is he is he unlikable like Brady? That's what I said. Oh, unlikable. If he's yeah, unlikable, I was like, you got you got your history very mixed up here. You've been, you see, you've, been um... you've been hanging out in the sky too much. <laughs> but the, I mean, the Chiefs. I don't know. I've never not liked the Chiefs, but I feel this year has been the first time we've thought of them you know as as in a bit more of a, a negative sort of light maybe that's to do with Patrick Mahomes's like outbursts Taylor Swift maybe having a bit of a <laughs> a bit of an impact um but uh, but yeah I feel they are playing the villains really really well and um I mean you know I'm, I'm backing the Ravens to, to beat this team but you know you, you cannot rule out Patrick Mahomes he's um yeah he's uh just such a game changer, um, and that's you know what wins your championships at the end of the day. You gotta be careful hanging out with Sky because if you hang out with him too long, you start thinking that Tony <laughs> Romo was the second coming of Jesus, <laughs> and then it goes all, and then it goes even more Definitely wild. Um, Mahomes three and zero against Josh Allen in the playoffs, Sky. I mean, I know you as a Pats fan don't mind the Bills crashing out at all, but it, it's. They need to figure it out against Mahomes, right? Or is it just like like Johnny was saying? He's just they're just inevitable. They are just that good. Um, but it, it does tell time that these guys have met, you know, a few few times now in the playoffs, and it's all been one well, all been one team that have come out on top. Yeah, I feel like everyone was keen to. I think including us, we were all on the on the Buffalo train. They were probably the most mm-hmm. informed team or top three going into this weekend. I think it was Adam Schefter posted a thing saying that. Brady started 2-0 and against Peyton and then Peyton won the third. So everyone was like, oh, Josh Allen's going to get it done. I think the Bills absolutely bottled this. And Sean McDermott, I would just fire him on the spot. I need to articulate this correctly, right? Because we're all happy to see DeMar Hamlin back. But I don't know if he thought it was a Disney movie and he's giving him the punt on fourth and five with 12.57 left on the clock. Your defence has literally you know, been getting takeaways all year. Um, I just don't understand what the thought process was from, from McDermott to, to go for it there and, and do that because I know Mahomes was playing amazing. Like we've all said, I, I agree. His stat line was, was great. Kelsey stepped up, but that they were only down by three. The, you know, the Bills defense could have even held them to a field goal and then a touchdown puts them ahead and they win. I, I just don't get it. And I don't know. Um, I guess it's kind of like when Aaron Rodgers was there at the Packers, right? There's a point where McCarthy goes and you you, you eventually have to blame the coach because we know Josh Allen's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, arguably has the best arm strength. 
something's got to change and they'll be kicking themselves all off season about this probably worse than that overtime loss i think this one stings more because they're at home really? yeah i mean being at home um it has yeah it has got to sting more for sure um i don't know if i'd call for sean's head but this but why there's why is some... that play though i don't get it like where's yeah. the yeah. Anyone's anyone wants to defend? No, no not I really. Mean... I, I don't think he's a particularly great coach. I, I feel that he's been reliant on Allen a lot of the time in a very similar way that Sky said with McCarthy and Rogers. I, I do actually think that that is a, a quite a similar similar outcome with the Bills, and I I don't think he's the best coach out there. Um, I think there's been a few sort of uh, slip ups over the years with him uh, nothing I don't think he's ever done anything majorly majorly wrong but I I think that he's not great and that they potentially could find better um but yeah I mean I I, I do feel like their windows closing a little bit and I know that you can always come out and go to you know Josh Allen is there and so therefore it will never close completely and that's a fair assessment of it but mm-hmm. the team around them like I said Diggs is not getting better um and that's if you if you haven't got a, a a decent wide receiver like top quality wide receiver and then or like a group of decent wide receivers it's going to be very tough and i feel like Diggs is not not helping that so yeah i'm i'm kind of in agreement i, th- I think the bills full stop just need to make, make or will have to make a lot of changes this season not just Diggs, but now, Von Miller's been been literally getting a massive yeah. payday for doing absolutely nothing this year, and they're not going to have a lot of um, a lot of cap space to, to to perhaps make the changes that they want to. But I feel that you know, moving on some of the old guard, you know, as good as like Jordan Poyer, uh, I think Micah Hyde's up for uh, free agency this summer. Unfortunately, I think just building a team from the bottom and 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 starting again with Allen, you know, still in his early years. Um, mm. Technically, it's only what twenty-eight, um, um, and yeah, getting that you know the coaching setup right. Obviously, since Ken Dorsey has come in, there's been um, you know Joe Brady's done done a job and that's done done great. But you know, having a bit more of the rethink, um, I, th- I think the Bills yeah just need to have a bit of a restructure. Yeah, I mean, we saw what happened with the Bengals when Von Bell and Jesse Bates both went. Mm-hmm. If Micah Hyde and Micah Hyde and John Poyer both go this season, I mean that is it's going to be some tough sledding. And if anyone's interested, go and look at Diggs' his last eleven games because we did this comp. We did this on the WhatsApp the other day, didn't we? Where we had to guess the player, and I I misread it. I thought it was ten seasons, which was silly of me, really. Um, but it's remarkable Diggs' stats. Like they are they are not wide receiver one numbers. There is clearly an issue. There's clearly a game plan issue. Um so yeah, it 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 feels like there is a bit of a downturn. And I was so hot on the Bills this year. I say a bit of a downturn, but they still took the Chiefs to the brink. It's just having mm-hmm. that that look, I suppose, sometimes, but also that 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 class to be able to to push you over the edge. I mean, they would have got to the FC Championship and then lost to the Ravens anyway. I mean, we got we have to I think we maybe would have agreed on that, which we, that's what we'll scurve into is the um, is the Chiefs against the Ravens, which will be on the Sunday, the 21st of the 8th at 8 o'clock. Uh, so this Sunday coming. Um, first game of the championship weekend. Um, Sky will keep on you. How do you see this game going between the Ravens and the Chiefs? 
Yeah, now I've calmed down from... I defended the Bills so much. That's weird for a Patriots <laughs> fan. Yeah. But no, I think the Chiefs obviously, like Johnny said, played villain well. Look at the way they were celebrating after the game. They'll be more than happy to, to do that again this weekend. I'm still leaning towards the Ravens. I just think Lamar is just showing yeah, week in, week out now why he's the MVP. Um, obviously, Gus Edwards has been solid at running back. We even saw Dalvin Cook appear, didn't we, last week? You know, it's nice to have Does some... Dalvin Cook get a ring if they win it? Yeah. Even Zach Ertz is going to get one of the line wins. Everyone's jumping on the ring yeah. the ring train. Do they not have that <laughs> thing like they do with like FA Cups where you have to play, been in the squad for a certain amount of FA Cup games? Nah. You'd... Uh, even <laughs> even like injured players, you know, like if they play a couple of games to start the season, then they're out. If you're like still kept around on the roster, you everyone gets a ring. But um, will the Ravens get their ring? Who knows? I feel like they're... Well, I know Adam's all in on them, but, you know, Zay Flowers, for me, he's the one with the game-changing speed. That's something the Ravens have lacked, which has hindered them in, in recent postseason years, right? And I think that's going to be difficult for the Chiefs' secondary. You can talk up the Chiefs' uh, pass rush, um, but I just feel like that could expose the secondary. And I, I don't know the news on, on Mark Andrews, but if he plays, that's a huge lift as well. So... Um, I think we would probably all agree that none of us would say any team's going to win this by more than a touchdown. I wouldn't be surprised it went to a last-second field goal again. But at this point in time, I'd side with the Ravens. Well, I don't know about that. You're going to go to Adam. I'm going to go over to Adam because he, he was very much backing Ravens all the way. So what, what's your defence for that, I suppose? Is it the defence? Is that the defence? I, I haven't seen anything to change my mind. Um I, I must admit, against the Texans at half time, I was concerned for them. Um, I, I, I thought it could go horribly wrong. And then they came out and completely dominated on the O line and the D line. And I think they'll do the same again in, in that respect of dominating at that point. I don't think they'll, they'll win like 34 10. I think it will be quite close between the two. Um, but I, I feel that the Ravens are the better all-round team at the moment and I think that sort of x-factor that Patrick Mahomes is the Ravens have got that and all with Lamar Jackson and I think that's that's the difference whereas um I think you know as great as Stroud was not quite uh you know up to that level at the moment but it sort of feels like that's why I think they'll be quite a lot closer these two teams uh yeah I think the Ravens defense has been great probably the best of the whole in the whole league. Uh, the only one that you could argue with, I think, is the Browns when they were in it. I think you could argue that they were very good, but the, the Ravens have been great and Lamar's looked good all season. And yeah, they, he's got weapons. He can run. He, this is the difference. He's got dual threat now because not only can he just use his legs, he can throw the ball really well. And that's something that obviously was lacking with the lack of receivers. But now that they're there, it, uh, it feels like it's going to carry on. And, you know, I said it after we watched them in week seven, was it? They look very, mm. I thought they looked very good against the Titans over here. And uh, I know it's only the Titans, but you can tell a team that's playing well. And it hasn't, to me, apart from the odd game or two, especially the one against your Steelers, Fred, um, mm. apart from that, it, it hasn't really dropped off. No, it feels like it hasn't dropped off at all. We'll look though towards the NFC Championship, which will be later in the night at 11.30. Detroit Lions going to the San Francisco 49ers. Johnny, 
I mean, America's team is Lions at this point. We're the new, the neutral team. They're like the Everton of like five, seven years ago. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everton, like eight years ago, were like the people's team. Like people liked Everton. No, no, America's <laughs> team is the Lions. They're, most Americans. Not in Wisconsin, it ain't, mate. Not in Wisconsin. <laughs> and certainly not here. <laughs> Take it away, Johnny. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be spotting the Lions on um, on the weekend. Uh, yeah, really, really excited for this one. I think I mentioned earlier, that, you know, concerns about the the Niners, the Niners defense. I, you know, I, I, they just need to find a way to get to Jared Goff, which I didn't think they they they, they did well against um, uh, Jordan Love. Um, Chase Young hasn't looked great. Um, I don't think, um, you know, coming in to support support Bosa, um, you know, Niners fans will be be, um, be hoping that he can step up a little bit. And whether or not they can then stop the run, um, Gibbs and, and Montgomery are the, you know, two, um, you know, above them, Sim Brown, I think the two key pieces for um, for, for for the Lions um, as weapons on, on, on offence. Um, but then, you know, on the flip side, the, the Niners have um, have weapons of the, their own. So I'm expecting it to be, you know, a really close affair, similar to the Packers. I think, you know, it could be um, sloppy, certainly nerves, I think, especially for the Lions, could play a huge part. Um, but I could see either team nicking it. Um, I'll go with the Niners uh, because I think they they have experience, the, the, you know, the more experience. We, we could see how, I think, slow the, the Lions started this week. I think if, if that happens again, um, it could turn a little bit ugly for um, uh, for Detroit, but um, but yeah, two two excellent teams. Um, but um, but yeah, hoping the Lions can can pull up on the more upset. We'll finish off with Sky for today's uh, looking at these games. The Lions 49ers. I uh, for me, it's about the Lions to win this. They've got to harass Brock Purdy. You've got to make Brock Purdy really uncomfortable. Do you think there's any way they do this? Literally, all I know is I touched upon it before with Aiden Hutchinson. It's going to have to be a one man wrecking ball. He's going to have to be on They've his, got players I mean, on that line. Yeah. They have got players. Yeah. I, maybe I'm underselling the, the rest of them. I just feel like, it, but in, in a good way, I mean, if he steps up, like you said, that creates, if he's taking he's double double. Uh, double coverage from their O line and creating some opportunities for, for other players, it's there. I just think that I, I do kind of agree with what Johnny was saying about the Niners defense, but I think people are not talking about. They've got their own playmakers. We saw Greenlaw get the pick, obviously, to end the game. Sorry, Adam. Um, you've got Traverius Ward. I feel like he's really good in man coverage. Had a good regular season. And then Nick Bosa as well. You know, he can always be a difference maker. And I think the reason that the Niners didn't step up um, against the Packers because they were too worried about Jordan Love being able to rush on that play action. Jared Goff's a pocket passer. So I think they can take advantage of that. Um, but I still think the Lions have a chance. And I also have a stat. Do you mind if I share it? Because me and Adam have discussed. Me and Adam have discussed. And I was saying that I don't think both one seeds are going to make it. But I had a look. So since the NFL implemented seeding in 1975, 14 of the last 49 Super Bowls have had the one seeds go against each other. Between Super Bowl 28 and 44, it didn't happen. However, since 2009, the last six of the last 14 have had that. So in recent, wow. you know, it was quite a... We're almost at 50%. And I feel like as much as I've tried to talk myself into saying the Lions or the Chiefs, I've spoke about the Niners all year and picked them. Adam spoke about the Ravens. I feel like those are two teams where 
something's gonna have to go terribly wrong for them to not win. So mm. yeah, I'm going Niners. Sorry, Lions. Sorry, America's <laughs> team. <laughs> well, I think I can speak. Am I speaking for all of us? We're saying we all think the Ravens are gonna win. Yeah. 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 And then so Adam thinks the 49ers, Johnny thinks the 49ers, Sky thinks the 49ers. I'm gonna go the Lions because I've backed the Lions the whole time and I'm gonna stick with them. But I will say at the start of the year, I said the Super Bowl would be Kansas City against San Francisco. I did say that. So I I I, I have no loyalty to any team, but I'd like I'm back in like, I always have a friend who was a Lions fan, it'd mean the world to him. And but at the same time, if Lions went out now, like this has been a dream come true for them this year. Like this has been like so long in the making for them, but I think they'll be proud either way. Um, Sky, Johnny, Adam, thank you for joining me tonight. This weekend, uh, for the games, myself and Sky. I mean, John, we didn't even invite Johnny. I've got now. I feel <laughs> awful. Johnny, do you, do you want to come to Shoreditch with me and Sky? You want to come watch some games? Interesting. Interesting. Sounds good. You think about it. Yeah. Imagine you just said no after that. Like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, you're yeah. right. Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> it's too windy. The storm, I won't make it. Sorry. Different story in one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll ask you tomorrow, but we will be at the Long Arm Sports Pub and Brewery over in Shoreditch, I believe, but it is in the London area. I think it's in Shoreditch, but um, we'll be over there. So come say hello to us. We're watching the games. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, a lot of things in the planning with hopefully this pub as well for the future, which should be a good laugh. Um, but we'll be there doing some content as well, having a couple of drinks, some food, and make sure you make your way down there as well, because they'll be showing the games into the night, which should be good fun. And you know, you don't have to go to like the talk sport thing that they're doing. You know, you don't have to do that. You can come <laughs> see yours instead. Why not? Um, so, but either way, wherever you are um, in London or in the UK or around the world watching the FC and NFC Championship, I'm sure you'll have a great time. Good luck to you if any of your teams are in it as well. Uh, we'll be back next week to be talking about the upcoming Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. Am I right in that? 58? Yeah, Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. It's going to be a heck of a ride and we're going to be sad to see the NFL finish up in February. Until then, have a good rest of your week.